Welcome back to Let's Talk with Patricia B. I'm your host, Patricia, and tonight we are going to tackle a huge subject, and that is finances. I know it used to make me cringe (laughs) when I was younger and living paycheck to paycheck and living in my overdraft and living on my credit card. Yes, I have been there. I've had sleepless nights thinking about, you know, what, what am I going to do? And I used to, um, I used to love watching Sex in the City and I used, I used to love Carrie, you know, her fashion and the fact that she could just walk into a store and buy some shoes. It was crazy. And so I thought, well, I'm young and I you know the crazy thing was that I was earning uh, enough money to save and to uh, put down some roots but I was misusing my money oh my goodness I used to buy the latest fashion I used to buy heels I loved heels um i loved jackets um oh my goodness my hair i think every month i used to spend about maybe 250 300 on my hair alone it was crazy and there were so many dreams that i was running after <clears throat> which um i i spent money for just to try and achieve those dreams so Trust me, I'm not coming here tonight with any judgment. Um, I'm here to share um, some things that I've learned um, on my on my own, <laughs> and some things that I've learned through um, other people. And you know, the biggest reason why I wanted to come and talk about finances or start uh, <clears throat> talking about finances, especially now. And given that we are in Black History Month, is the heading, um, the article that I read that say that Black Americans spend, spent 1.6 trillions in 2021, but their net worth declined by 14%. I, I mean, I was, I don't know how you're feeling right now, but I know I was flabbergasted. Flabber. <laughs> okay, don't laugh at me. English is my second language. <laughs> I was flabbergasted. Flabbergasted. Um, and um, because I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I mean, we have so much money. <laughs> right? Uh, 1.6 trillion dollars is a lot of money. Oh my goodness. What I what I could do with that money oh my goodness I would buy islands and countries and jets and I would do all sorts of crazy things maybe I I would even go to the moon because it's a lot of money um but you know in order to really understand uh money especially uh in the black community and finances and how to get out of debt instead of being in debt perpetually is first understanding the history and understanding the systematic 
um, barriers that are in place <clears throat> that have hindered uh, hindered black people from moving forward or should I say flourishing when it comes to the to finances so the first um, systematic barrier is uh, is to do with with bank accounts and this goes back to uh, the Civil War so back back then um, the the free slaves and um, uh, those that had uh, fled um, slavery um, they were given money and small banks were established throughout the US and they were responsible for the free slaves and the runaway slaves deposit but what happened is after the Civil War when uh, the free slaves and the runaway slaves came back uh, to get their money they were told by the banks that their money had been lost quote-unquote lost and so that put them at a <clears throat> in a place where they had no economic resources and of course a lot of trauma because that's a pretty traumatic event like you had money in your bank account and you come back after the war and all the money is gone um, the second one is redlining where banks refused to give um, black customers mortgages the third is the wage gap between whites and blacks and of course you know the lack of education and especially financial education as of 2021 or the end of 2021 um, the median black family their wealth is $24,000 and the wealth for a white family is $188,000 yeah that is a lot of money that is I <laughs> I can't even calculate like how much um, not of a difference like how many times $24,000 goes into $188,000 I, I didn't do that um, before I started the, the podcast I, I should have but I didn't um, and according to the, the recent um, statistics 76% of US millionaires are white or were white 8% were Hispanics and only 2% were black. 7.6% <clears throat> of black men earned between 75,000 to 100,000. 9.4% earned more than $100,000. The middle class income is considered to be between 54,000 to 106,000. So you can see that when it comes to the middle class, um, there is not a lot of black people in the middle class, right? Um, and when it comes to uh, redlining, well, they, you know, they don't call it redlining anymore because um, that was um, abolished back in the 1950s 1960s um but as of november of last year 48 percent of black of the black population owned a home as opposed to 76 percent of, of the white population and one thing that i have to um to point out with uh, home ownership uh actually two things 
um, it's the appraisals of the homes. And, and this is where a lot of black people are getting hurt. Um, 12, 12.5% of homes appraised in black communities were valued at less than the original cost of constructing the home. Can you imagine that? I mean, I don't know about you, but to me, that's pretty insulting. How can how can a home be valued at 12%, 12.5% less than what it cost to make? That is just shambolic. That's crazy. <laughs> it's just utter nonsense. Um, uh, now, what CBC Market did, and if you have the time, CBC Market is, is a great resource to actually uh, look at because they do um, they do a lot of investigative um, uh, journalism and they did an investigation on home appraisals in 2021. So what they did is they took three women, one was Asian, one was white and one was black and all of the three women had to do two appraisals with two different um, appraisal companies and see what they were quoted. And so for the South Asian woman, um, the difference between the two quotes were $65,000. So the, the, the quote that she got the less was $65,000. So if she, if she would have gone with that first company, she would have lost $65,000 um, selling a home. The white lady, um, the less of the appraisals that she got was $25,000. Now, when we come to the black lady, uh, the lowest appraisal that she got was $1,700,000. And the highest appraisal that she got was $2,050,000. That is a difference of $350,000. It is mind-blowing. It is just sickening you know that she could have lost $350,000 had she gone with appraisal number one and so I think it is very important especially if you're a person of color and you want to sell your home you want to get it appraised to have different companies appraise them two or even three uh, just to see what the differences are going to be because $350,000, that is a lot. You can buy a home with that. Actually, you can buy a home and a cottage depending on where you're you're buying, you know, the home because that's that's just crazy. That's, 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 oh, I don't have the word for it. Do you have a word for it? Because I don't want to use crazy, ludicrous, shambolic. I, I feel like I'm going to overuse them. So <laughs> if you have a new word for me, please I, I'm asking you, give me a new word, <laughs> but it has to be PG rated. <laughs> okay. So, um, so you can see when, when you look at this, you can see that, um, even in 2022, it, it is, it is going to be hard to, um, to actually, <clears throat> what do you call it? Um, to, um, you know, I don't want to say merge, but you know the gap 
between um, whites and blacks and the wealth, it's not going to be easy to close that gap. Yes, that's the word I'm, I'm looking for. It's not easy to close that gap because if, if, if black people carry on um, on the path that they are on, um, the average black family will need 228 years to build the same wealth that a white family has. And the average Latino family will uh, take 84 years. That is a lot, a lot, a lot of years. Uh, So I've talked about the systematic issues. Now, there are other issues that, uh, unfortunately, we bring onto ourselves. And it's the fact that we spend... 30% more than what we earn on consumer goods. And what do we spend this money on? Let me tell you. Uh, We spend money on hair (laughs) and cosmetics. Um, The hair and cosmetic industry gets about, on a yearly basis, $9 billion dollars i could not believe my eyes when i read it nine billion dollars that is how much the hair and cosmetic industry is getting and you know um back i think up until 1960 maybe um a hundred percent of um 100% of the the black hair industry was operated by black people. But now, 70% of that market is owned by Asians and only 30% is owned by blacks. If you haven't had the chance, um, I would welcome you to uh, watch Good Hair, where Chris Rock is um, is, uh, has done uh, um, a documentary about how much uh, how much money we as women spend on hair it is um, it is really eye-opening okay what else we spend money on um, 60 million is spent on luxury watches 151 millions on fragrances about 320 millions is spent on books I'm glad that we're spending money on books but I think that we can spend a little bit more on books um, which can definitely help us um, <clears throat> you know educate us on on finances did you know um, one dollar circulates in the black household for only six hours in uh, the white household it circulates it stays 17 hours no I'm sorry 17 days in the Jewish household, 20 days, and in the Asian household, 30 days. So the black household spends money really quickly. It's like, as soon as we get it, we spend it. <laughs> you know? And um, one of the reasons why, let me get back to, um, let me get back to us spending 30% more than what we actually earn. And you know, and it's true, a lot of people are going to say we spend a lot of money and we spend a lot of money on things that we don't need. We spend a lot of money on 
uh, expensive cars, expensive jewelry, expensive clothing, and that is true because it's there. It, it, that that has two reasons. So the first reason is, of course, you know, we want to look good. We want to look like we have it all, right? We have the money and we don't want to be made fun of. Um, this is this this was from, uh, there is, uh, I think it's, um, oh my goodness, what do you call it? An article or a group um, that is called Dopeness. Um, that was saying that black people want to look good because they don't want to be made fun of. Um, and the other reason is tied back to the bank accounts. Now, because of the mistrust that there is between blacks and the banks, um, a lot of a lot of black consumers have gotten into this habit of buying really expensive clothing uh, expensive shoes jewelry and even cars so that it's going to show their net worth and they will be able to hold on to their net worth it is not the right reasoning but um this is closely tied to what happened um, after uh, the Civil War. Now, 55% of Black consumers do not either do not have a bank account or do not have the right uh, bank account. <clears throat> and so they rely a lot on um, uh, check cashing services. And these services can cost um anywhere between 2% to 5%, which is a lot of money to lose if you want to cash a check. And, you know, it, it's really it's really hard to get over a fear, um, but I, I, it's something that we have to do. Um, otherwise, we lose out on a lot, right? Um, <clears throat> because um, wealth is built a lot of the wealth is built through real estate and through investments. And so if we are not going to get into the real estate game and we're not going to have bank accounts or investment accounts, um, there's no way to close, you know, the gap. Um, and so I'm going to leave you with a couple of things because I, I just don't want to talk about statistics and what's going on. But... We got to find a solution, right? Um, so I'm going to leave you with a couple of things. What I'd like to leave you with first, uh, let me give you some. Um, <clears throat> let me give you some um, books uh, that you can read if you choose to. <laughs> if you choose to, you can uh, you can give these books a try. And they will definitely help you on um, your financial um, financial journey. <clears throat> and so there's the Everyday Millionaire by Chris Hogan. Uh, there is uh, Debt Free Degree by Anthony O'Neill. Anthony O'Neill also has a YouTube YouTube um, podcast, and it comes on every Mondays. I believe it's called The Table, uh, and he interviews different people that, that are really uh, winning when it comes to um, to finances, uh, and I believe Chris Hogan does 
I think he has a, a YouTube channel as well. There is Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey. And this is really good because at the back, um, it has, uh, it's going to show you how to do a budget uh, and so forth. <clears throat> and so uh, there is a book by Napoleon Hill. And I am racking my mind trying to remember the name. And oh, I think it's called This Millionaire. Um, I'm not... I'm so sorry, I can't remember, but the author is uh, Napoleon Hill. Okay, so how do we start this uh, journey to get out of debt and, and try and win uh, when it comes to finances? Uh, oh, yes, yes, please. Um, I would also encourage you to check out uh, Yesent. Um, she has a podcast and she's on Instagram, Yasen Gems. Um, amazing lady. I had, a, I had her on at the end of January, I think. Uh, you can look back at that interview. Um, she talks a lot about mindset, our mindset, because that's, that's where it all begins, right? This, this fight to get control over our finances. <laughs> okay, so how do we win with finances? First, we need to budget, 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 budget. We need to have a budget. That is a must. <clears throat> And then we need to um, pay down our debt and clean our credit score. Uh, those go hand in hand because when we uh, when we pay down our debt and we make payments on time, uh, we get to clean up our credit scores. And uh, when our credit score is better, when we have when we have good credit we actually get less interest rate on on credit cards uh we get better interest rates on mortgages and um <clears throat> car insurance and when it comes to renting as well you know when i cleaned up my my uh my credit i was looking for an apartment and guess what happened? This was amazing. I, I, nothing like this had ever happened to me. Um, so I put in my application form and uh, the landlord had to call my manager to verify my employment and how long I had been employed there for and so forth. That day, all the managers were at a manager's meeting. What are the chances, right? And so she calls me and she says, you know what? I wasn't able to speak to your manager, but because your credit is so good, we're going to give you the apartment. This is coming from somebody whose credit score was awful. So that is the experience that made me realize just how powerful uh, the credit score is. <clears throat> okay, so number three, um, if possible, if possible, if you need to buy a car, if you need a car, <laughs> do not lease a car, buy a second hand car or a used car yeah buy a used car do not lease a car it's gonna save you on car payments right get a used car for three thousand four thousand um <clears throat> it's gonna save you a lot of money uh four get a side hustle if need be 
um, you know, if, if you need to get out of debt, you need to do everything possible um, to get money coming in. Um, so you can deliver pizza, you can do Uber Eats, you can do tutoring, uh, you can work weekends, babysitting, dog sitting, whatever you are good at, you can use that to create, um, to generate money. Uh, number five, do not co-sign any loans or mortgages with anybody nobody <laughs> no one because you know what if they are bad with their finances then uh, it's going to reflect really bad on your credit score as well so please do not co-sign and when it comes to lending money if it's money that you're not able to give away do not lend money um this is to help us to to learn to say no because i know i i had a hard time saying no when people needed money uh until i came to the place where i was like you know what hold on patricia uh we need to work on our future here so we need to start saying no um <clears throat> all right um because what happens is when you loan somebody money and you're expecting it if you don't get it back um, not only are you going to be in financial difficulties, but then the relationship between you and the person that you lent money to is going to be, it's going to be, uh, there's going to be a lot of tension um, and it's not, it's not going to be good. So unless you can part with that money, please do not give money to somebody, lend money to somebody. Um, okay. Uh, number six, learn look for a mentor when it comes to finances and if you don't know anybody you can find somebody on on youtube i did not know uh who i could turn to when it came to finances so i found dave ramsey and i used to watch his show every single every single day at 2 p.m i was there listening to dave ramsey different people were calling in and they would they would put in their situation and Dave and his team will give them an answer and I would learn that way <clears throat> and then the other thing that I used to uh, look at was uh, 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 debt free uh, hold on debt free journey he has a thing where people that get out of debt come in and talk about what they did and how they did it how much debt they had I used to used to listen to that too because um, that would encourage me as well so anybody that you know is good with finances either that you know them personally if you don't know anybody personally then you can find somebody online or through a book and they can become your your mentor <clears throat> and then seven if need be then you can go back to school upgrade some of your education or maybe get a few courses that you need to get a better job or you can look at um, different jobs uh, that there are that are opening where you don't need um, to go back to school okay so I wanted to leave you with that <clears throat> I don't want to be uh, I'm sorry I don't want to be too long I thank you for joining me tonight again <laughs> It is always a pleasure uh, sharing 
all this knowledge with you and especially about finances you know it took me years to finally get it together and even when i got it together sometimes i would fall back right in the same pit that i crawled out of and then i would just pick myself up and then crawl out again um so you know when you start be gentle with yourself uh be gentle with yourself find out what barriers are there for you and then you know find out ways to uh, overcome those barriers and let me tell you in no time you are going to be so proud of you because you're going to be out of debt and you are going to be in control of your finances so thank you for joining me tonight and talk to you soon bye